Welcome to another episode of the Persuasion Pitch. Before we get into it, I do want to give a huge shout out to a podcast supporter named Lori. Thank you so much. I truly, truly appreciate it. Let's get into it. So I'm here with Savvy. She is the creator of, I guess creator of, she has the YouTube channel Savvy Writes Books and she's also an author. She's very knowledgeable on all things MLM and very, very knowledgeable more so than I am on individuals who are, I guess, gurus in the anti, I mean, I'm sorry, in the MLM community because people actually pay for, you know, to go to the conventions and they have speakers there and then people buy books from these people and, you know, all of that, you know, type of thing. So I'm so glad to have you on Savvy. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me to be on your podcast. I always am happy to collaborate in any way. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. Um, so I always say savvy is savvy. I think I've, <laughs> I've told you that like a few times cause you are yeah. savvy. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. I like, I like the pun. I think it's funny. That's why I named my book savvy business owner. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and savvy is as well as I am all about supporting small businesses. Absolutely. So, you know, she's like, hello, my, like, that's her thing. I can hear it. <laughs> Hello, my fellow small business owners. So, yes, yeah. so much enthusiasm behind Thank it. you. Her true personality shines through. So, um, when did you become involved in the anti-MLM movement? So, I think there were two significant events that got me involved in it. There was, like, the first event that got me, like, aware that this community existed and like of the concept of MLMs. And then there was like a second thing that made me like invested in wanting to create content for it. So the first thing was, uh, and I actually did a story time video about this on my YouTube channel. When I was a senior in college, I was applying for jobs and I accidentally went to an MLM interview um, because it was, it was not presented as an MLM. It was, I think one of the, either one of the smart circle or SID core company branches that had been like branched off again and again you know how that works Uh um so I think it was one of those and it was not presented like it the job listings that it had were completely lying like it didn't say at all that you were going to be doing direct sales or anything like that Mm -hmm. and so I wasted time going to this job interview and even at the interview they still didn't tell me it was going to be direct sales they were still kind of lying to me about what it was and then I went on Glassdoor and read reviews and I was like oh my god this is like a not quite a pyramid scheme but like in that realm it's like an MLM type company in disguise and that's so shady so I started reading like a bunch of people's like testimonies of having worked at this kind of company in the past. And then from there, I found that these companies operate in sort of a similar structure to a company like Beachbody or Mary Kay or those type of companies. And then I started reading about how those companies work and all these horror stories people had of losing money in them. And I was like, oh my God, I I really dodged a bullet by turning down this job. Really good, yeah. (laughs) So that was when I first like learned that this community existed. And then later I found that there was a subreddit and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then when I started my own small business called Forever Home Friends, when I first started that business, the main way that I made money before the pandemic was going to craft fairs and conventions and street festivals and things like that and selling my books and my plushies and my art and things like that there. 
And I would notice that a lot of these fairs were starting to get overrun with these MLM companies, which I recognized from the research I'd done after um, not taking that terrible job opportunity. So I started recognizing these companies and being like, okay, this seems wrong because this is supposed to be either like a small business expo where different small business owners can meet each other and, and customers come in, or it's like a craft fair where customers are coming to look for new products and so it's like when when the craft fair gets overrun by mass-produced products or by people trying to get people to join their downline and things like that it starts to drive away the customers which hurts all of the actual crafters who are trying to get their own products out there so that was kind of when it snapped for me and i did a long post on reddit about uh because the about the usborn children's book company which is the books mlm so because my business produces books and i've had too many craft fairs where they let an usborn rep in and i was like this isn't cool that like i'm an author like and and they want to put someone who didn't write those books had no hand in creating them and is just reselling them in an mlm like that didn't seem right to me because i'm like that's that's not right so i made a long rant on reddit about it and it got a lot of attention and people actually were really supportive of me in the comments and i was just like blown away by the support of that and then from there i started finding people on youtube and at this time i had been i don't know if i'd started my youtube channel yet i can't remember but i was thinking of starting a youtube channel to do book reviews and writing tips and things like that but i was also you know so deep in the small business world that it made sense to make some videos about this topic too because i saw people like monica and people like um recovering hunbot and like illuminati and like channels like that where people were speaking out about these companies and going into their like what these companies are about and doing all this research and i was like oh so there is an audience there are people who are interested in hearing about this and spreading the word and i was like i can i can do this too so i made my first anti-mlm video i think in 2019 and it was about uh, it was another rant about not wanting mlm companies at craft fairs because that's what you know first got me into that so i made that video and people were interested And then from there, it kind of came together naturally because I already had a book review channel. And as a business owner, a lot of the books that I would read would be books about how to grow your business or books that helped give me a business education because I never went to business school. So it would be, I would try to read as many books about business as I could. And I would keep getting really fed up that a lot of these books either pushed like toxic positivity mindsets or pushed um company or like that some of the authors of these books had been affiliated with mlms or had supported them and it just seemed like disingenuous and kind of scammy to me so i started reviewing books by people by like business gurus and people who were trying to like scam entrepreneurs and things like that so it all came together and now i'm like really happy with the direction my channel's going but that's where the whole my whole involvement in the anti-mlm world came from it was from uh you know, wanting to spread the word, but also about my investment as a business owner and wanting to make sure that small businesses don't get scammed into these kind of companies. Right. And, you know, like, it's crazy you say that because I did like a little bonus episode before you came on just because I wanted in the, in, in the I wanted to say, you know, I'm going to have Savvy on um, next week. And in that video, I talked about craft fairs and, you know, like my, mm-hmm. my, 
family well my sister she owns a candle company with wax melts and like you go to a, if you go to a craft fair and somebody's selling scentsy you know or if you make jewelry like good quality jewelry then you have five dollar jewelry from paparazzi next to you exactly that's the one i bring up is like mm-hmm. it's not fair to like especially because not every customer is going to know they might see a paparazzi jewelry consultant and think that it's their own business and like whoa you're able to get all that made for five dollars that's amazing and then they might buy it over someone who's making high quality handmade jewelry and having to sell it for more and that's just not right it's not right yeah i think the root of this needs to be like whoever organizes a craft fair like multi-level marketing does not need to be able to like you know reps cannot get a boot that's that's what I feel yeah what I found is that a lot of craft fair organizers don't really know much about the MLM or anti-MLM world because I once I signed up for this craft fair and um I was there like they had like an author section which I thought was cool that's why I did this one and it was a fantastic fair I loved it so I was like one of the authors like featured authors there and it was great um and then when I signed up the organizer told me that she'd found my YouTube channel and she was like I, ha- I think there had been like three MLM reps at this craft fair, which isn't bad considering there were like 70 vendors. So it was like the proportion was fine. But she was like, I had these three MLM companies at this fair until I saw your videos. I didn't even know that these companies were so shady. Next year, I won't do that. And I was like, awesome. I'm glad it helped educate someone in the craft fair world. Of course, there was no next year because then the pandemic happened. But, you know, either way, I'm glad that it, it helped. Like she still knows. and Yeah, now she knows. Yeah. And your channel, I've seen your channel grow like tremendously, <laughs> like just in like, like not even like that long of a time. Um, I was like, okay, you know, she's almost at 10,000. I'm like, oh, well, look at her, you know? So I mean, that's amazing. That's Thank amazing. you. Yeah. YouTube is a slow growing journey. Yeah. I think a lot of times people don't realize how much time and work goes in before any traction happens. Right. Right. But yeah, I spent like, I spent a whole year making like two to three videos a week Wow! without my channel being monetized. Like before I even hit a thousand subscribers, I did that for like a whole year. And then at the start of 2020, I finally was able to monetize it and then it helped it grow from there. So it's really like, it's a lot of work on the front end. It is a lot of work editing. Oh gosh. Editing. Ugh. Yeah. I love editing videos though. That's the thing is I've always been someone like I used to direct films in college and things like that. So oh, yeah, I've always... we talked about this. Yeah. So I was... Yeah. Cause you do makeup artistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And so Sa- Savvy has a, and I looked at it today, a playlist of a few podcasts she did where it's just like a background and I was a guest on that. Yeah. And that was a good time. So that was really fun. I loved that. That was a fun conversation. Yes, it was. It was. So Okay, so for those of you who do not know, Savvy has dug very, very deep into Rachel. (laughs) Oh, man, I probably Uh, should, like, I don't want to dig too deep into just one person. I don't want it to be, like, like, creepy. (laughs) No, not, you know, she's also done, you know, she did a collaboration with Monica. Um, I've spoke, you know, I've talked about her before on the podcast um monica hayworth she's now that on youtube and they did a collaboration with tony robbins oh i don't know how you got through dude i hate tony robbins yeah i think monica and i are gonna do another video on him and i just got a, a 
book i i've started like trying to buy like when people send me business guru books to review it's great but i don't want to give these business gurus my money so i've started looking for them at used bookstores so i just got from a used bookstore i got a tony robbins book about seven simple steps to financial freedom which cannot be that simple because this book is like almost 700 pages long so <laughs> like geez tony so i'm gonna read that and review it but yeah no i could not read that it's too long i can't even watch like pro mlm stuff i'm like oh gosh and i just stop it's hard to get through because it's like oh my god this is all so wrong but it's easy to like take like it's good for taking notes and being yeah, like okay i want to make these points here and here yeah yeah and so and i do mention rachel hollis because it's like and i showed you a screenshot i saw a tiktok i came across a tiktok video and it was about rachel hollis and then it had you in the background <laughs> YouTube. That is hilarious. I yeah, I just did a big review of the Rise conference that she puts on because um, I know a lot of, or not, not a ton of people, but I mean, actually, some people in the writing communities that I'm a part of have gone to that conference, really? thinking it's gonna like help them with goal setting and stuff oh. like that, and with you know growing their business. But in reality, it's just kind of a lot of positive thinking fluff and it's really overpriced and so I interviewed a couple people and I did a big review of that um that was fun yeah and so and also since you're an author and I did look into Rachel Hollis like her plagiarizing which is yeah that was a big thing I think that was so originally I didn't mean to ever delve that deep into her it was it I I just like I reviewed the book girl wash your face on my channel before I even started making anti-MLM videos, I just reviewed it because it was a book that I read and thought was bad and I wanted to make a lot of jokes <laughs> about it. So I made, I reviewed it and that review got bigger because a lot of people were like, it, I guess it was one of the first negative review videos of the book that came out. Most review videos of the book were very positive. So a lot of people were like, oh my God, finally someone else who didn't like this book. Yeah. And so that was what helped my channel grow a little bit. And then when I watched a video by Kiki Chanel and saw, and in that video, she talked about how Rachel Hollis was both getting in trouble for plagiarism and for speaking at the Beachbody conference. And I was like, whoa. Right. So someone whose book I reviewed in the past that I didn't like is now also like violating all the author ethics and the business ethics. There's no way I can't talk about this. So I had right. to and immediately, like I immediately put down my phone and was like, all right, turn on the camera. Here we go. Yep. Yep. Yeah she's oh man yeah so i i did not read her book i don't oh, i guess i just don't i mean i don't care to um yeah i did hear some things about it and also um one of her newer books she like she you know, preached like all about multi-level marketing and one of her books what did she say she said something about don't spend money on a starter kit um yeah something like that yeah, it was basically, and I talked about this in, in the review videos I did, I, when I reviewed Girl Stop Apologizing in that video, I talked about all the places where she basically, you know, talked about multi-level marketing being a good place to earn a side income and like addressing it as if it's like a, a totally normal and good way to make money. And this was around the time she was also speaking at like beach body conferences and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then her next book that came out that I reviewed a couple months ago had a line in there where it was like 
uh, if you like, if you need to make money right now, don't spend money on a starter kit. Don't be dumb. And it was like, okay, look, if you've changed your mind about MLMs, I'm going to appreciate that. And I will be happy you're open-minded. However, don't like maybe apologize to all the people that right. you encouraged to stay in them the first time. Don't act like, like you didn't encourage this, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I saw that like a lot of people were like MLM reps were like, what the heck, you know, but yeah, MLM reps were great. mad, which like, I guess that's interesting because it's like, they're more loyal to their MLM than they are to her advice. You never know when people are in like two different groups that, that look, that have like cult elements to them. It's always interesting when those conflict, which side will they choose? Right. Yeah. They're going to choose the MLM. Yeah. yeah. So, mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, so yeah, we answered that question. So, and then like with MLMs affecting you, like at craft fairs and things like that, and you have to be careful because those. What? So what was the the books? The um, because I can't pronounce it right. Um, uh, the book company. Yeah. Usborn. Yeah, Usborn. I don't know why I want to say Usborn or something like. I that. don't know. I, I mean, I assume. It, yeah. Those are in Barnes and Noble. Uh, someone said. Yeah, so the books are, what's interesting about this company is it's, the whole company isn't an MLM. It has, like, an MLM branch and then, like, a regular publishing branch. Right. And the pub, regular publishing branch distributes books to Barnes & Noble and to, I mean, it, pr primarily to stores in, like, the UK and Canada and things like that, and also to, um, like, book fairs at schools and that kind of thing. But the MLM side, I mean, the books are a lot of the same books. So in a lot of cases, if you're selling it for your MLM, people could also just go buy it at the bookstore, could also just go buy it on Amazon. So the company itself creates competition with its own reps, which is right. wild. <laughs> right. Yeah, they have, um, let's see, what is it? I think it's Beauty Counter. It's, and also, be yeah, Beauty Counter is sold in Sephora. And yeah exactly so but it's like they don't care they, they they're looking at that like oh you know it's so great that they sell it here so the, i don't know if they're just using that as a selling point but i don't know whatever um so you have to be careful about that like i don't even purchase products within a store that have an mlm branch because i know that like somewhere along the way it's supporting that so i mean it's tricky you know people have to know what to look for so yeah it's hard it's it's hard definitely it is um so what books have you written thus far okay so currently i have nine books out and my 10th book is coming out in june so that's exciting. exciting um right now i mean my main thing that i do is forever home friends so uh, for anyone who doesn't know forever home friends is my series of books and plushies and also some other toys and merch and it's all based on real rescue dogs it. it's kind of like if you had the american girl brand but instead of humans they were dogs and they were also based on true stories mm -hmm. so like every dog that i feature has like their own book and their own plushie and also a toy that usually goes with them that i make on the 3d printer and my mom designs the stuffed animals and like makes the sewing patterns for those and then we get those produced and then I write the books. I've illustrated some of the books, but not all of them. And then we get them printed by, um, well, actually I'm in on the lookout for a new printer right now. I have an interview with one tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, so I get those books printed and then um, create the toys and stuff. And I sell it all through my website. I also, before the pandemic, would sell it at craft fairs and that kind of thing. Um, but now I'm, I sell it primarily online until events can happen again. 
So five of my books are in that series. They're picture books. Um, and then I, I have um, three like YA type novels and one business self-help book, Savvy Business Owner, that came out in September. Amazing. And like the Forever Home Friends, like that, did you come up with that? Because that's so smart. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I came up with a few different names. I talked about them with my mom because we started this together in 2017. Um, but yeah, I liked the pun with forever. Yeah, I love that. I was, yeah, <laughs> I was telling uh, my son on the way to drop him off at school this morning. I was, I was like, I have a podcast. I've been doing a podcast with Savvy and she has these books, you know, these books, it's called Forever, F-U-R. And I was <laughs> tell them all about it. He's like, I know who Savvy is. I saw her on Monica's channel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. Social media is just bringing us all together. <laughs> right. I know. I mean, he just turned 11. He's like, I know who Savvy is. So. Oh, cute. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and also my sister, she rescues, she helps, uh, fosters, um, you know, dogs, so I just, I, I just love everything about that with the little stuff, that, like, that's such a good idea, and the way that you and your mom can do that together, you know? It's like yeah, it's great, game. we, I'm looking forward to coming up with a new character, we haven't released a new character, uh, we didn't release one last year or this year, um because well one because of the pandemic and it's it, it's always a big upfront investment whenever I release a new character because I have to get like a print run of books done if I'm going to hire an artist then I pay them also and then I have to get the first like 200-ish stuffed animals made at a time so I have to have at least a couple thousand dollars uh to pay up front for that right so I'm just kind of waiting until like the business accounts a little more beefed up I mean it's right. I feel like we did well with adapting this year but it definitely like a lot of our big money events didn't happen right so any listeners um if you guys want to check out her books and everything with you know the forever home friends is like business stuff everything what's your website that everyone can go to to find everything savvy so my website for forever home friends is foreverhomefriends.com and that's, you know, forever with F-U-R, like fur. fur. So that's the, that website is where you can look at all the books in that series, all the plushies, all the toys, you know, merch, t-shirts, other stuff like that. And then for like my novels and my channel merch and things like that, it's on savvylizer.bigcartel.com. So like my name and then bigcartel.com. All right. So. Speaking of the anti-MLM, I guess you would call them gurus. Mm -hmm. um, so what are some other ones? Okay, first of all, okay, so people who are in an MLM, I guess they hear from like their upline or other people, like, I mean, like their whoever, other people in the company with them, like, okay, well, you know, you can be more successful if you, you know, like read this book by so-and-so or if you mm -hmm. um, listen to whoever and so so people pay money like okay so they're already paying to be an mlm 99.7 mm -hmm. of individuals are already losing money or making nothing at all and the ones mm -hmm. who are making it and i say this all the time are making it off the backs of people who are losing it so on top That's of true. all of that they are paying out even more money to hear these business quote gurus on how to work their business mm -hmm. or harder, better. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
because I haven't really looked into them, like, you know, as far as that goes. But um, so who are some other ones that you have looked into? So I've done a few videos. I've done a decent number of videos on Grant Cardone, even though I need to do a few more now. Grant Cardone is wild. He um, he has spoken at conventions for MLMs, like the World Financial Group Convention and a few of those. Um, he's uh, he's a fan of multi-level marketing. He like when people call into his show and ask him questions about it, he's very happy to tell them to stay in their business and how they can grow in it. But he's just like wild. Like the stuff he says is so off the wall, like weird. And I think a lot of it comes from the fact that he's involved with Scientology. Oh, I was going to say that. I, I, yeah. yeah. I don't know how I did not know this sooner, but yeah, he is um, involved with Scientology. Yep. Mm -hmm. He is. Yeah. So I did a video with that. I did a video about that with the antibot. She and I did a video about um, Grant Cardone's involvement with Scientology. I'm horrible. Just, I don't think I watched it because whenever I talked to Monica about it, she's like, yeah, Savvy already said that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people. Yeah, not everyone. Saw it. <laughs> so. But yeah, so he's um. He's involved with Scientology and I found him because I found him completely by accident. I didn't even know that he was going to be this type of person. I was like looking through the business, like nonfiction section of the bookstore. Mm -hmm. I found this book called Be Obsessed or Be Average. And I was like, okay, I can, I, I agree with that sentiment, right? Like as a business owner, I'm passionate. I am obsessive. I'm a workaholic and like, I'm okay with that. And I want to know how to utilize that strength uh, and what marketing techniques I can learn from that. And I, it's, you know, from reading about this dude, Grant Cardone, it seems like he's a sales expert who's excellent at sales. All right, let's learn from him. Right. Then I start listening to the book on Audible. And the first thing that he does is give a two minute long dedication to his wife. And in the two minute dedication, all he does is like ramble about how he stalked her for almost two years and how proud he is of the fact that even though she didn't like him at all, he still continued to call her and chase her down for 13 months. And now she's the perfect woman for him. And I was like, okay, I'm a little concerned now. <laughs> and then the more I continued to listen to it, he just went on all these tangents about like how all the time psychologists or psychiatrists would tell him that he has a couple mental health issues, but he would just ignore them because what? he knows it's more important to be obsessed with your business than to be mentally healthy and stuff. I'm like, what are you talking no, about? No, 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 that's terrible advice. It's terrible, like, yeah, I've been terrible. told I have OCD and ADHD, oh. but I told the psychiatrist that it's just me being obsessed with my business and that's a good thing. I'm like, dude, no, I take no, medication no. for my OCD and I still focus on my business. Like it's okay. Yeah. But I, then I learned later that the Scientology thing was part of the, like they're against um, like psychological medication. Oh, really? I did not know world. that. I did not. Yeah, they're against like getting medication from psychiatrists and stuff like that because they don't okay. like that it alters your brain or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. MLM yeah. tactics are very very similar to Scientology yes. in the same oh, yes. they use so it's really interesting to like look into that cult you know yeah. um mentality of it it's so interesting to me um, so yeah I've done a few videos on him because he's just like they're so he's so entertaining because he's like he says such weird stuff and is like always at full energy which is like I guess that's interesting but also the stuff he's saying is harmful it's like not accurate at all he's uh, so much he, I would not recommend following him legitimately especially oh, no. since I've gotten I did a whole video about him and his wife where he he talked on this podcast about how 
how much his wife was not interested in him when they first met and how much he just would not give up because that's what you need to do in sales. You just never give up. You always pursue the deal. So that's what he did with his wife. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, this is, this is stalking. Like you're advocating for stalking. Right. I and I got men in the comments being like, no, I think their story is romantic. Sometimes women really want to be chased after. And I'm like, just mm-hmm. be careful. You don't end up in jail with that line of thinking. Okay. Stalking yeah, charge. <laughs> crazy oh my god so it's like no so he actually is having like an influence on young men who seem to think it's okay to treat women the way he does so grant cardone is actually a pretty scary person but he does make for good video content yeah yeah but that is so scary because like okay the world's already like a mess um so yeah let's not like reach all these people and tell them that that's okay to do right Um, i hate that i hate that people are listening to that and oh gosh i just i I really hope like like i hope that people will come across anti-mlm content and like in any Mm -hmm. way shape or form just to try to steer away from all of these you know all this horrible advice and what yeah i think that's why it's so important to be an anti-mlm advocate um I've done like a few smaller videos on a few other gurus too. Like I've done a couple on Tony Robbins and I'm planning another on him. Um, How do y'all watch that thing? Oh my God, his documentary. Oh my God, it was wild to get through. I could not get, uh uh-uh. I tried. It was fun because I got to, like Monica and I watch it together and reacted to it. So it was fun to like have someone to watch it with and comment on it. I tried to watch it by myself and I was like, nope. Nope, Yeah. Couldn't do it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so um who else is that the is that the ones you've done so far or there's a few others I did one here. video on Marie Forleo okay. um I I don't know if I might do future ones on her I don't have like that much to talk about with her other than like well I, I was going to talk about the fact that she spoke at Eric Worre's um network marketing oh, yeah. seven day event or whatever but I couldn't get into it without like using my real Facebook account. So it was like a whole mess. I was, I tried to sign up under an alternate email. So Eric Worre wouldn't flood my inbox uh-huh. to go to the event, but then the event was only available through joining a Facebook group. And I was like, well, now I'm not going to go make a fake Facebook account. Like that's too much. Girl, I would have, <laughs> and I would have gave you the password. Oh <laughs> yeah. I wish I knew, but I'll make a sock account. I made a sock account to get into those road in the fields, um, consultant only group so oh that's true yeah 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 there was there was a a point where I was like also maybe I can go back to the group later and try to find them and find the videos but then it was like no if you want to watch the replay now you have to pay for that so I was like okay wow never mind I'm just gonna like not do this but I did do a different video on Marie Forleo which was kind of a review of her very expensive b-school online course based with like some reviews from people who felt that they really got nothing out of it um so we did one on that and we also talked about her um how mismanaged her facebook group which was like one of the benefits of her course the facebook group got very mismanaged and like you know censoring people and deleting people's posts especially when people tried to talk about you know bigger world issues and how they were affecting their businesses it was like no we can't talk about anything uh otherwise marie is gonna have to work on the weekend and it's like yeah dude when you're a business owner you work on the weekend like get over it so that we covered her a little bit and then um i i did a few videos on this woman named lindsay teague moreno who was the like the at the 
close to the very top of Young Living. And oh I read one of her books. I think I did like three videos on her. I did one where I was reacting to her speech at their conference, but she also wrote this book, like a business self-help book. And I read it with another one of my author friends and we did a video together um, critiquing her book because a lot of the advice, she, some of the advice she gives is good, but you don't want to apply it to like an MLM and yeah so i did i did a few things on her yeah i did an episode on young living and gary mm -hmm. young oh god gary young is one of the scariest people like he's a full-on cult leader dude oh for real like yeah like look i i even saw um it was some type of young living post where they were raffling off his old truck and people were like paying for tickets for it or something and it was like an older like i don't know like a 2000 or so, I don't know something and people were like oh I would love to have his truck like that's weird I don't know it's <laughs> that's weird strange yeah um so Eric um war war a he has yeah. a lot of um ML tons of MLM reps that think that he's oh yeah or something um so have you looked into him much yeah I did one video on him it was reviewing one of his books so he wrote a book called GoPro, like seven steps to network marketing success or oh, something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. So I reviewed that book of his, which was just terrible. It was so bad. But I did a, a video reviewing that book. And the book basically outlines exactly how you're supposed to badger and manipulate people into joining your company and stuff. So it's it's right there. It's in the advice they give the reps. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Mm, mm. I don't like him at all. He's He's awful. I've seen people at the top of MLMs like have photos with them like look at me I'm taking a photo with Eric like you know and everybody's like oh my gosh you're with Eric like, uh. yeah in fact I actually read somewhere that he failed at a multi-level marketing company before he even started doing this so why would you even try to take advice from him anyway so well I think he was part of a couple different ones he like failed at his first one I can't remember what they are now they're all in the video that I did but like he failed at the first one and then I think he had some success in the second one but it was also like in the 80s so the like it there was less saturation before social media got involved so it's a whole different story but yeah. basically yeah he eventually pivoted from and this is where like the, the pyramid within the pyramid comes in because he pivoted from actually selling products in an MLM to selling knowledge on how to sell products in an MLM, which is like selling knowledge on how to sell knowledge on how to recruit people to right. recruit people. Like there's really no customer here, you know? Right, right, right. So I don't know why, I don't know. Ugh. But anyway, besides that, I just hope that everyone will go to the YouTube channel, Savvy Writes Books. And actually I'll leave a link in the um, description of this episode. Uh -huh. Because I'm telling you guys, Savvy does lives a lot. And um, I try mm -hmm. to make it to all of those. But she, like, if you want to know about any of these gurus and, you know, legitimate small businesses and like all of her ventures with her legitimate small businesses, um, I highly suggest that you guys check it out. Follow her on Instagram, the, the whole thing. So Thank you. um, you're welcome. Well, I mean, is there anything else you want to say? 
Uh, I don't know. It's just great to talk to you and great to talk about Thank these you. things. Oh, yeah. Cool. I'm working on a bunch of new. I love you guys. I do. Oh, I love Savvy. Yeah. Awesome. Her, like her style, her, like she's got swag. Okay. This, I'm <laughs> telling you, like she has like these, oh, she's just vibrant and colorful. And like, she has like a shirt with like little puppy dogs on it. I don't know. She's just so cute. You guys have to look at their videos and see, like, it's like she has like this style. Like, if I see something like that's something savvy we wear. I think I commented. <laughs> I was like, that's savvy shirt. That's a savvy shirt. Yeah, I'm definitely a very <laughs> bright and colorful person. Yes, you are. I love. Yeah. That. Thank you. All right, so everyone, I'm going to leave all the links to Savvy's um, social media channel and all of that good stuff. Um, so y'all check it out so all right and thank you so much again for being with us today i really appreciate it absolutely thanks for having me on you are welcome and to all of my listeners have a great rest of the day and a great rest of the week